What's up, Camp Believers? Desi here. Um, okay. Uh, it's such a funny start to the pod. You'll see what the story is when it first starts. But um, yeah, I'm imperfect. Anywho, I, I decided to, you know, one of our uh, podcast guests uh, could not make it and needed to reschedule. And because we took a break last week from Friday's pod, you know, I'm a creature of habit and I am a creature of progress and consistency. So I was like, no, we need to we need to go ahead and get something out. I I, I would love to uh, connect with some people that I haven't connected with in a long time. So I ended up going. So what you're about to hear is a live stream in our High Performers Club Facebook group and, and one that I, you know, I really wanted to take a lot of gratitude and do a little bit of a hero's journey check in and, and talk about uh, what I'm up to and, and, and things like that. You know, and I know I did this in you know past couple pods ago where I talked a little bit about my story, but this is a little bit more recently with things that I'm seeing and things that I personally am continuing to work through and and continuing to honor the ideas. You know, I'm going to be launching something that is really near and dear to my heart here in November that I'm really excited about that that you'll learn about as podcast guests. But I wanted to dive into a little bit about what's going on for me, and then also just continue to. Uh, to uplift a lot of the people that I'm working with because one of the fantastic things about being a mentor is that I get to do life with people and I get a front row seat to them overcoming their own self-doubt and their imposter syndrome and their transitions and being able to see them be successful and to tie it back to the foundations that they're providing for themselves is such a huge and cool thing. So uh, what you're about to hear is actually the live stream of the High Performers Club Facebook group. As always, in the show notes, you're always going to be able to catch that link. So please feel free to join because you get an opportunity uh, to see how success leaves clues and to see what these people are doing and to continue to get content that are allowing you to continue to hone in on things that you, that are important to you and teaching you how to show up for yourself. So I'm excited about it. Again, a little snafu to start, but I'll tell you about that when the pod starts. Have a great one. Yo, what up? You've heard how every superhero has their origin story, right? Well, welcome to the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your host, Desi Abeda. I'm a high-performance mentor, registered dietitian, and family man. Tune in as we explore the high-performance habits of high performers, their origin story, and how they went from disbelief to belief in their own hero's journey, where they got to a point and shouted, Can't Believe I Made It. Enjoy the episode. Hey, hey, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your high-performance mentor and podcast host, Desi Abeda. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, funny story time. Uh, So I'm actually going live in our high-performance Facebook group right now. Um, (laughs) I just did 30 minutes of a pod, and my damn mic was off. And so our, a couple of our uh, group members was like, hey, I can't hear you. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Imperfection is great, isn't it? Okay. All right. Now that now that I have your attention, now that my sound is working, I know that my mic is on, so I think we're good here. Uh, we can go ahead and get into what I was talking about for the 30 minutes that no one could actually hear. Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm imperfect. 
okay, so what's up, everyone? You know, I, I was kind of heading into this week, kind of thinking about what I wanted to to discuss and and things like that. And it it just so happened that our one of our Friday guests had to reschedule. And and so I was thinking, like, all right, so this last Friday we kind of took a break. Uh, what would I like to do? And I was like, you know what? I haven't gone uh, live in our Facebook group or a High Performers Club Facebook group in a while. Um, and so for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, every time that I post an episode in the show notes, you're going to see a link to join that Facebook group. And, and I'll talk a little bit more about why this community is so amazing. But um, so I, I was like, you know what? I, I haven't done that in a while. I would love to, to connect with them a little bit more and to, and to show my face. Uh, because a lot of what has been happening, and this is a reason why, like anytime that I have someone that I'm working with, you know, I want them to do some mentoring themselves because if they can be vulnerable in their process and they can start teaching others, it really completes the learning cycle. So first you learn, then you do, and then you teach. And that's, that's, that's the cycle, right? And, and so one of the things that I have been doing a lot over the past couple months is really working on a, on an evolution. So the, the big theme behind this pod and this this live recording is kind of checking in on on my hero's journey and 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 also checking in on, on you all and you know answering any questions that you might have and, and stuff like that because what I have been doing has taken a real evolution you know if you've been around since we first started you you were around for the the fit perennial right and we kind of created the group to to really help uh, parent millennials to to submit a better legacy with how they navigate their nutrition and, and their fitness, right? And and what I was finding in the space was a lot of men, um, th- men didn't really have a space to be vulnerable. They didn't have a space to say like, hey, I'm struggling with my mental health. You know, I, I don't know how to create a fitness routine. I don't know how to how to navigate nutrition properly. Like I just I just need some help. You know, my my family is not doing well because of it. And I feel like I, I need to take, I need to be a leader in my home. And so I created the men of purpose and that's kind of where this, this Facebook group kind of took that evolution. And then from there, I was having a lot of females reach out like, Hey Des, like, I know you don't work with women or I know you don't really speak to women, but do you got anything that, that can really help me because I'm really having a tough time staying consistent and I just need some help. And I have found just in my own hero's journey and entrepreneurship journey that um, I, I needed to make sure that I held space for questions that people might have. And I needed to make sure that I held space for, for different ideas. And so that's where the Facebook group kind of took a little bit more of an evolution towards opening up to, to anyone who, who really wanted to, to submit a better legacy from a health perspective. And that's where our purpose nutrition sort of came, came through. What I was finding through that, and I actually talked about this in, in, in our group, and I talked to you all about this. So for our, our listeners out there who have no idea what I'm talking about, again, you can join the Facebook group and, and get some background on it. But one of the things that I was talking about a couple months was like, hey, I'm feeling really called to take my nutrition business and to start expanding on helping people with lifestyle and, and also with their own hero's journey, right? And and at the time, I'm not going to lie to you, like, scary thing. You know, when a dietitian says that they're not just going to do nutrition coaching, but they're going to base it into life coaching, um, it's 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 kind of, you get a side eye from other dietitians. And, and I feel like I have some really great communities and really good friends uh, in the career field, but I can imagine that, you know, we work so hard to get 
to be dietitians. And then someone who says like, you know what, I'm going to build on this a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not going to throw myself into this uh, 100% anymore. It's, it's a weird thing. Let's be honest. It, it's a weird thing. But one of the things that I, that I was finding at the beginning of this year was with most of our, our one-to-one or group coaching calls, like I was maybe talking about nutrition for like five to seven minutes, maybe. And the rest of the time was like creating space for working with these amazing high-performing people with, hey, what's the next hard thing that you would really love to accomplish? Like, what do you feel fulfilled by? You know, what are some things that you've been really stuck with? What are some things that you have self-doubt or imposter syndrome about? Like, what, what can we start tackling? Because I, I have been very aware of my own role in self-doubt and imposter syndrome. And, and I, w- I would absolutely downplay it. I would do that often. And I'd be lying to you if I said that I don't constantly go through that on a day-to-day basis. You know, anytime that I've ever stepped into this group, um, just on video, there's always a moment where I'm like, all right, who's, does anybody really want to listen to this message? All right. Like Des, who are you to be a mentor to these amazing people? Like, like for real, like you're imperfect. And that voice is like really mean. Right. And I'm sure a lot of us can really resonate with that. And, and so having worked through a lot of that through my own uh, mental health and emotional journey and, and seeking therapy and doing some real inner work and, and navigating identity-based habits that help to fulfill like who I want to become. I, I I've had to require the resources and the skills to do that. So, you know, kind of looking back on, on what I was doing then and working with people on, on the nutrition coaching side was like, anytime that anyone came in was like, Hey, does I want to, I want to lose weight. And that's mostly what people come to dietitians for, right? Like, Hey, help me lose weight. And it's something that I always wanted to honor. But another thing that I really wanted to help people to understand was it, it might not be the certain weight goal that you're looking for. It just might be the identity that you have around the habits that you're creating for yourself. It might be the identity that you would love is to step in as a more confident person. It might be the identity that you really enjoy as stepping in as a, as a better partner, right? Stepping in as a better employee, someone who is able to uh, create ideas and able to, to be able to maximize their potential. Because that's, that's usually what that means, right? And, and at the beginning of the year, I, I, I went in and I talked about like, hey, you're going to see some changes in the group. Um, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I know that I, I want to continue to speak to people's hearts and their souls in a way where it reminds them that you can do hard things and it's okay to be scared and it's okay to, to have a lot of self-doubt and it's okay to have a lot of imposter syndrome, but we're going to continue to work on things where it ties it back into your identity-based habits. So much so that you get to a point where you start to, to react in different ways with hard situations. And that's kind of how life is, right? I don't necessarily think life ever slows down. I don't know how you feel. Just from what I'm seeing, just working with people and just in my own life, like I don't necessarily think life ever slows down. I think that we get more resourceful. I think that we take radical responsibility with how we spend our time, who we spend our time with and, and what we're doing. And that allows us to be proactive and it allows us to, to remain emotionally agile with some of the highs and lows of life. And, and I think from a high performer's perspective, 
that is exactly what we are doing together. We're, we're doing life together, right? And so when I started kind of doing that and stepping out of uh, helping people with, with fat loss coaching, it was kind of like shackles just like released because some of the people that that ended up continuing on and some of the people that graduated, it was kind of their time to go like spread their wings. And I'd be I'd be super remiss if I didn't mention how many times a lot of you in this in this group have reached out who we've worked with in the past. And you're just like, hey, yo, I'm killing it. Like I have remained consistent. I'm finding that different areas of my life are a lot of my passions and I'm just really enjoying life right now. I'm really enjoying parenthood or I'm really enjoying uh, what I'm doing on the business side. And, and that was great. So all of that kind of like hit me and I was like, you know what? Like I would really love to try to create uh, a movement and try to create a business surrounded by helping people to navigate their own hero's journey and helping people to navigate really hard things or those transitions or those next steps. And we can tie all of those things back to identity-based habits, right? Creating opportunities with identity-based habits behind their nutrition, their strength training, right? Their sleep hygiene, their emotional agility, their mindfulness. There's just so much that goes into a well-rounded person. And if we can start to work on the foundation of that person, then we can start doing hard things. Then we can start uh, helping them to prioritize big business ideas that they have. We can help them prioritize uh, going for that promotion or in, in a lot of ways, like leaving that nine to five job for another opportunity because they just don't feel called to do it anymore. And that's what's been really great over the past six months is working with people who are high-performing people and have gotten to a point where they see their habits as little self-care appointments, right? You might think to a larger degree, like nutrition, your fitness, your sleep, um, your ability to connect with your most important relationships. Some of you might see that as like, oh my God, that's just another thing that I got to check off the list. But here's the thing, like we are complex individuals, right? From a, a psychosocial standpoint, we like a good balance between certainty and uncertainty, right? Because uncertainty kind of brings on the idea that like it's okay to be challenged and we like to win in those challenges. And then the certainty is the safety, right? So when, when, I, when I'm saying this to you, I'm not asking for some of you who are just really unhappy with your jobs, like, hey leave your job and just go do something else. Like, I'm not asking you that. I, I think it takes an incredible amount of privilege to say something like that. And me working through and understanding a lot of my privilege, I am, I am noticing that I can't just ask you to go, if you're unfulfilled in what you're doing, to just drop what you're doing and just go do something else. Like, it's just not possible, right? It's just not. Because a lot of us have things that we need to take care of. We have families we need to take care of. We have um, jobs that we are, you know, attached to like whatever that is, right? What, what I have seen up to where I'm at right now, and this is what's been really exciting is that, um, some of the people that I am working with now that are navigating their hero's journey, it's a continual reminder to me that while we are complex individuals, but because of the complexities, we need to respect and honor some of the ideas and some of the things that people want out of their lives. 
And that goes to dreams and aspirations. You know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I felt, I feel like to such a huge degree that it is okay for kids to think about being a hero in their, in their journey, right? It's okay for kids to dream really big dreams. Like one of the things that I, I wanted to do as a kid was, Hey, I want to be a professional basketball player, a professional baseball player, and professional football player. Like I'm going to do that all. Not really knowing that the seasons overlap or anything, but who cares? Like I was a kid then. Right. So, um, I mean, I felt like as a kid, it's appropriate to, to dream really big dreams. And then as you kind of get into the mix of adulthood, you have bills to pay. You know, for some of us who went to school, you have school debt to pay off. Um, you just get lost in the monotony. Right. And I was talking with my therapist about this a couple months ago, and we were talking about how uh, most people live in, in, in quiet desperation and how most people live their lives in a way where they're almost like walking dead. Like go to work, pay bills, and and this is what they do. And if I'm speaking to you right now, and that is you, this isn't to say that you've been any sort of failure. This is to say a good opportunity for you to take some radical responsibility behind, okay, let me go ahead and label that. Let me label that I am unhappy in the moment. And then you sit with that unhappiness, and then you make some decisions based off of, okay, so if this goes against my values too, be fulfilled, to be the best individual that I can be in my relationships, to honor my ideas, to go start that business, to go, uh, you know, engage in that fitness competition or to, to run a marathon, like whatever that is. Right. So it's not to say that if you're not doing that, it's just, it's an opportunity for you to look at your behavior, how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. Right. Because what that brings in is intentionality. And that's usually what I tend to find when, when, when I can teach someone intentionality and I can teach them and we can have a conversation about clarity, there's a lot that can happen from there. Because from there, when we start to establish their why, you know, the how is always going to appear at some point if they just keep going. And that's something that I've been really, really excited to, to work on with people. You know, nutrition is always going to be a fantastic part of, of what I do. Uh, I'm a deep believer in it. You know, nutrition honors the cultural, emotional. Um, it, it honors all sides of you. And for those who are still struggling with their relationship with food and their relationship with their bodies, 100%, you're not alone. And in the same way, you've created, you've created an identity by default with all, your, all of your limitations. And what's been really fantastic working with a lot of the people that I'm working with currently um, and having talked with a lot of you all is that sometimes we need to unlearn identities that and stories that we've created for ourselves, right? And I think some of the, the biggest things that I tend to find or, or I'm not going to use excuses because here's the thing. Uh, your excuses right now, the things that you say, uh, they're, they're possibly very real for you in the moment. You know, and I, I had a jujitsu mentor that said this, but it was like the excuse that you're about to make is, um, or the, <laughs> let me, let me rephrase, right? So the outcome that you desire is just beyond the excuse that you're going to, you're about to make. Okay. So being aware of some of the stories that you tell yourself, some of the limitations that you have, I mean, that's, that's sort of step one there. And in working with people, it's, it's helping them to unlearn those past stories. You know, some of the classic ones are, 
I don't have time. I don't know how to do it. Um, you know, I'm probably just going to quit like I do every, every other time. And that's usually a foundation or an image of what happens with most people in, in this space, where if they have had some perceived failures, um, they're not willing to put themselves out there again, because that part is really uncomfortable. You know, and, and I think to a larger degree, as a mentor doing life with a lot of uh, our high performing people, it, it's really fantastic to to see them overextend themselves and to do the next uncomfortable thing. Because, I mean, I have my list up here and, and for <laughs> for for their sake, I'm not going to call them out. Uh, but these are also people that I want to give them their flowers because, I mean, we have a, a group of uh, diverse individuals that are working at, at different things. And what's been really great is having them step in, really working on a lot of holding space for them uh, to unlearn some of their past stories and to create new identity-based habits that are going to be fulfilling for them. Because, I mean, we have people in the medical field. We have entrepreneurs. We have um you know, we have writers, we, we, we have a bunch of a different, a diverse crowd of people who have come in that, that really want more out of their lives. And for a lot of them, they've had to really shed some of their, their limitations and stories that they tell about themselves. And they've had to take radical responsibility about how they spend their time. You know, if, if you were to ask any of them, and for a lot of you too, you're graduates of, of us working together as well. So I'm sure that you can really resonate with this. But if you ask them like what the big objective each and every day is beyond intentionality is to take radical responsibility about what they're doing. And sometimes that part is really hard because it kind of pushes you to think about some of the things that you do that distract you from the outcome that you desire, right? Um, that could be TV, that could be drugs, that could be alcohol, that could be... Um, using food as comfort, that could be workaholism, that could be perfectionism. There's just so much that that plays a role here that disallows you to sit in vulnerability and, and to figuratively be naked with yourself. I mean, that's something that my therapist and I have been talking about a lot is how to, to do things from the heart and how to show up with intentionality in that way. And, and that part is is really hard work. Right. It's extremely hard work. And in talking with a lot of our, our high performers that we have in our one to one in group coaching programs, it's no different. You know, doing the next hard thing is, is going to be difficult because your, your brain and your amygdala is meant to keep you safe. Right. It doesn't want you to do hard things because it feels like there's some sort of life threat. I mean, that's the nervous system. But your ability to sit through some of the discomfort is going to be your biggest, your biggest play. You know, I talked about this in the last pod and, and I came across this, I actually said this in the pod that I didn't turn the damn mic on, but, oh, imperfection, gotta love it. Um, but, you know, I, I came across this quote a long time ago and it's something that I try to make sure that we sort of throw as, as, as a blanket theme with everyone that we're working with, right? And it's um, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? So it's taking the, the small things that you might be giving 50% and looking at it and examining and saying, 
what's going on for you right now that you're not giving more of what your potential says that you can give? And when I came across this, across that, I remember I used to, with strength training, I used to like stop like one or two sets before the actual, or one or two reps rather, before the actual set was done, right? And, and I used to think about that, like what happens for me when it gets really hard, like I just want to stop. Well, I mean, at the time I was uncomfortable. I didn't want to do that. But once I started to sort of look at that as a theme, um, I started to examine it and I started to label, you know what? It's really not just in your strength training. It's, you know, sometimes how you show up for uh, your family. Uh, sometimes it's how you show up uh, in at the time I, mean, I was an employee. It's sometimes how you show up at work. Right. You're trying to start this business. It's sometimes how you show up to start this business. And I started thinking about that more and more. And I remember there was like a there was a switch that happened one day. I can't tell you the exact date, but I can tell you that it was probably about three years ago. I was in my garage gym. Right. I'm a firm believer in that, by the way. One of the biggest self-care tools you can do for yourself. But I digress. We'll talk about that later. Um, I was in my garage gym and, and I remember getting to a point where I was like, maybe one or two reps short of, of um, the set. And I just connected with my body. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me go ahead and breathe through this really uncomfortable moment. And so I took my six second breath in. And then I took the six second breath out. And I just finished the set. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, th the breath is really powerful, because what it helped me to do is it helped me to connect with the moment. And it helped me to, to, to think about like, how powerful I, I can be and what my potential is. And then that caused me to start labeling other areas in my life that I wasn't showing up to the best of my ability. And this isn't to say that you show up every single day at 100% because it's just it's, it's not possible. But it does mean that you are intentional about the moments that you can be mindful about what you're doing. And I think that's relative to uh, doing the next best thing, uh, creating that idea, going for that job promotion, uh, transitioning out of a job into something else that might be fulfilling. Uh, doing something for yourself or, or or purely asking for what you need in your home. Like there's just so much that goes into emotional agility and, and radical responsibility that that we need to make sure that we're continuing to talk about. And what's been fantastic doing what I do is I, I get to I get to see these people's journeys and I get to do life with them. Because I myself right now, like, I mean, there's been a reason. Like, again, this you as a group of individuals have been so influential in my life. And I, I don't think that I've given you the proper flowers. Like, I feel like I've said thank you. But I just want to, like, tell you, um, you've given me a safe place. You've given me a platform uh, to jump on with different ideas, uh, to teach you about things that I know and, and things that I know are going to help you be successful, not just from, like, a nutrition perspective, but a mindset perspective and and as I'm going through a lot of my own healing journey, you know, one of the things that have come up for me is, is perfectionism and imposter syndrome, right? And because I, I'm going, going to be honoring some ideas that I've had for a while over the next year, right? You know, starting this next month that I'm excited, you know, will be the first time that I'm sort of like, yo, like, <laughs> here's my heart. <laughs> like, here you go. And I've had to do a lot of inner work behind it, not only just with business mentors and, and also my therapist. Um, but one of the things that I found over the past couple months that I'm just 
still working through is it's really hard for me to show up um, wholeheartedly and vulnerably. Like I enjoy doing it, um, but there are areas mainly from the, from the standpoint of like ideas um, that I haven't honored. I just haven't. Cause I'm like, why, why would a dietitian do this? Or like, I, I created stories for myself, to be honest. Like I, I did, I did. And what it came back to was going through a lot of my continuing rather to go through a lot of my healing journey. Cause I, I'm still going through that. And I think it is relevant when, when I talk to you all, like, I think that we're all going through our different levels of, of healing to become our, our highest version of ourself. Right. And so as, as I'm going through this, I'm also noticing that while a lot is coming up, um, I'm also allowing myself to, to feel some of that pain and to be resourceful about it. And that has a lot to do with some of the foundational things that I have created for myself that are really helping me through these moments. Because I, you know, I was talking with, with uh, my therapist yesterday and, and we were talking about honoring these ideas and these really big things that I want to do and being really excited about it. But then just having that moment of like, what if, what if no one watches or what if no one joins or, or, you know, what if that happens? And, and one of the things that he said to me, and, and one thing that I just want to pass on to you just so that you can think about is that, you know, does do me a favor and, and think about uh, everything that has gotten you up to this moment. Do me a favor and think about uh, past generations, right? Your mom and your dad's generation. Think about your grandparents' generation, their generation, right? You know, think about what they've had to, to do to incur. Think about what they've had to learn. Think about the, 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 the trauma they had to incur. Think about what they had to do with the resources that, that they had to get you to where you are today. So in so many ways, yes, we want to honor the person that you want to become, but we also need to honor them. So I don't know where you stand with your parents, uh, whether you have a beautiful relationship or one that is a little bit strained, right? Whatever that is. Um, the fact is they did the best that they could with the resources that they had, right? And moving forward, I want to make sure that when my daughter and possible future kids and beyond that talk about me I, like i want to make sure that they say like dad or or I, i'm actually going to be called papa bear as a grandpa i don't know if you all knew that <laughs> um but they're going to say like he did really hard things and he honored his heart and he honored his dreams and he uh he was a a really phenomenal light in in the community and he's a really phenomenal light in our lives. And that's one of the things that I, I, I want to continue to throw myself into. And that's one of the things, too, that I just want to push you to think about as well. You know, is honoring past generations that have gotten you to this place that you are now. And in doing so, honoring them with identity-based habits, honoring them with doing that next hard thing, and honoring them with being resourceful. Because you don't have to you don't have to know how to do everything. You just don't. I, I don't think that's possible. And this is where I think having some sort of mentor and this is where I think having some sort of community is really huge. And this is where, as our High Performers Club, uh, this is where I just want to thank you because you've provided not only just people who have been in our programs uh, and, and, and also too just community members. I mean, there have been people in here that have posted a lot of their wins and posted intentionality that I've talked with 
that have never even been a part of any programs, but being part of the community reminds them that it's like, oh, I need to show up for myself today. Let me go ahead and do that. And let me post about the excitement behind it because that's what this process is. It's exciting and it's really hard. And if you are navigating your values in a certain way, it's a necessary because in a lot of ways, you, I was just talking with uh, on a mentorship call earlier. In a lot of ways, you're 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 going to have to choose your hard, right? So hard is doing that that next hard thing, or or hard is doing that thing that you've always wanted to do that is really fulfilling but really hard. And on the other side, hard is being in a job that you no longer feel called to do, uh, living a life that you're really unhappy with. Uh, working through a marriage, working through a relationship, friendships, whatever that is that you're just not called to do. I mean, that's that's hard too. And in a lot of ways, uh, having hard conversations, making hard decisions, doing the next hard thing, you're just asked to to choose your hard, right? And and that's what I think overall. I just wanted to check in with you all today. Is it just to remind you? Um, I remind my five-year-old of this all the time, and I'm pretty convinced that I do it in a way that is mainly just reminding myself, <laughs> but I tell her this, but I'll tell her like, hey, you can do hard things, and I just want to tell you all the same thing, like, hey, you can do hard things. This is What you're going through is, is meant to be hard, and you also have to choose your hard, and you also have to make sure that you are labeling behaviors things in which you do to distract yourself, you have to make sure that you're labeling that. You have to take radical responsibility about how you spend your time. Because the outcome that you want out of your life, the outcome that you want out of your family's life, uh, your career, whatever that, like, that, that thing is waiting for you. And so your ability to do that next hard thing is going to get you closer there. Okay, so like I said, this is round two that I'm recording this because round one, I went up to like <laughs> like 31 minutes, uh, had the mic off. So I'm hoping that this actually gets recorded. And if you're hearing this, it means that it actually did. So thank you so much for uh, tuning in to another Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I will catch you all again on Monday. Uh, again, this is our live stream in our Facebook group. So if you're listening to this, uh, this will be posted after that. But as, as face group, uh, High Performers Club members, Again, I just want to give you your flowers. Thank you so much for continuing to provide me with a, a safe place and a platform to, to do really hard things because, you know, if I can be an example to you to go do that next hard thing, then, um, then I feel good about that. So have a beautiful day. I'll catch you all later. What's up, high performers, high performance mentor and dietitian Desi here. Before I let you go, I just want to speak to your heart real quick. If there's something inside of one of these stories or inside of one of these episodes that is really resonating with you, it's because I'm speaking to the high performer in you. So there's two things that I want you to do before you get done here. One, if you're looking to surround yourself with other high performers and you're looking to get more of a cue with how to become the high performer that you need to become, I want you to join our Facebook. It's called the High Performers Club. I'll make sure that we have that in the show notes of each and every episode. All you got to do is click on the link, answer a couple questions and you're in and you get full access to a wide variety of free videos, free content for you, free ways for you to, to step up and become the high performer that you need to become. On the other end, we also know that information is readily available. 
It's the application that people need to invest in in order to get to that point where they have sustainable change towards their habits and towards their high performing selves. And so if you're looking in ways to work with me, please click on the link, fill out a couple questions and see what kind of spots are available in the moment. I would love to work with you if you are someone who is looking to become the high performer that you need to become because it's what I do. Love y'all. Thanks for listening.